you're listening to Core Stories. I'm Emily Brough, Communications Director at Otter Creek Church. What a treasure it was to spend time with Miss Lola Stinson and her daughter Sarah a few weeks ago. Miss Lola is turning 99 December 9th. I was very grateful to be able to listen as she shared stories from her life. You may have to listen carefully at points. She speaks softly, but it will definitely be worth your time. Thank you for listening. I grew up in Alabama, and you're Tuscumbia, Alabama, and then I married. Well, I actually met him in Alabama. I appreciated him because he respected women. And uh, and you went to business school. Oh, yes, I did. I wasn't sure I would get to go because we were... Uh, Poor folks, <laughs> and I didn't know if I would get to go after high school. I didn't know if I would get to do it, to do anything after then. But uh, that was provided for me by my, my aunts, and I said they could stay with them and go to business college. And so I did get that opportunity have a place to stay and be near enough to the business college to go. So that was how I got to go. My uncle was not much older than I was, but he told me that I could. he was still living at home. He had not married. And what he went to, uh, he was working at TVA in Muscle Shoals, Alabama, so... He said that I could live with, he was still living with his grandparents and said that I could live there. And he would pick me up and take me to school every day. So there in Florence. So I accepted that and was able to do that. Have a place to live and a, and a school to go to. And it, wasn't all that simple, but it wasn't all that complicated either. But uh, I had to, was going to business school, and uh, there were people in Florence who would give you opportunity to work in their uh, businesses if uh, there was one became available. And so um, there was a job became available in the you know, store in a business there in Florence that asked me if I wanted to try it. So I took it, took the job, but I practiced a little bit uh, when I had an opportunity on this work like this. Then came to, uh, to Nashville. When we, I thought we needed to have a place to go to church. So we went. I was going to church at a church in East Nashville. And then we were going to move and needed to find a place across town to go to church. And so we became a, a part of Otter Creek Church. It was recommended to us. It was a, a good place. So that be in the... In the 1960s. Yeah, it was right before Tom was born. Maybe. Yeah. That was in the 
late 1960s. So that's where we stayed because it was uh, the place that we thought we should be. There was something about it. There was more love than other places that I'd been. And so I, we appreciated all that. And it would be a good place for the children to grow up, and which included you and Harry and Tom. So that's where we stayed. It's just been a good place. And seemed like a right place for us to be, to, for the children to grow up. And that's, we're here today. I would want my children to grow up in a um, good church that, that where there was a lot of love and care that uh, was there. Well, my husband's health was not so good. And he uh, lost his job because of that. He had a heart problem. And uh, it wasn't anything that he couldn't live with, but uh, it affected his health. And I guess Greyhound did not. He worked for Greyhound and drove a bus. And uh, I guess the company didn't want him to be around passengers and all, you know, because of that. Because if something could happen to him, that he wasn't... Uh, it wouldn't affect his driving, but they, but the Grahams didn't want, just didn't want him to uh, be around people, you know, all the people that he was around. So, so they took him off his, his job. So <clears throat> somebody had to work, so it was me. It was me. But his health was good enough that he could, take care of the children and let me work. So I had worked before and then training, you know, for my the job and so it fell to me to be the breadwinner so he could stay home with the children. So that's what happened. But I knew that he could take care of them as good as I could and all that. So I mean, me to be the breadwinner because somebody had to be. <laughs> well, I just knew that there was that I needed to do that because that was a job that would uh, provide enough money for a family to live on. So that's why that I uh, took the job when it was available. <clears throat> so. You do what you have to do, or what you need to do. And so I knew that my husband could take care of the children because he loved them and, and knew how to do things and would try. So yeah, I retired in 1980, and that was a long time ago, a very long time ago. A lot of, I think there are a lot of women out there that uh, it's the same way. You do what you need to do when it, when the need comes. Sarah tells me so. Uh, well, I made some of Sarah's clothes when she was growing up. And she said that she used to hear me with the sewing machine whirring after she went to bed because the need was there. You know, I didn't. She wouldn't have had many old dresses if 
I had made them, and I did that for her sake, so that she would have more clothes available. So you would work all day and then come home and sew in the evening? Yeah, I did. Sometimes till midnight, but I didn't mind because I knew that the need was there, and I had learned to sew pretty well. And did Sarah learn to sew from you? Yes, she did. She wanted to learn to sew, so uh, uh, I taught her some things about it. But she had started making one little dress, that, and she wasn't getting a good work with it. So I stopped what I was doing and, and showed her how to do that. And she still didn't think that it, she'd made a mistake, but I uh, tried to explain to her, you know, that it wasn't, you know, if you didn't do certain things, it wouldn't turn out right. So it turned out. I remember that dress. So she, I can't enjoy that dress. I tried to teach her to try, try, and try again. Eventually it would turn out right. But whatever came up, you know, if it was a need, we tried to learn together sometimes. I would try to teach him. I wanted him to learn everything I knew and then some. Tell me more about your time at Otter Creek. Did you attend any classes in particular that you liked, like the ladies' class? Yeah, I loved to come there. Oh, what I like about it. Well, the, for one thing, the fellowship of the women, but they were all struggling and trying to live right, like I was. My life was encouraged. I got them to come. That was a lovely group of women. Who are some of your close friends at Otter Creek? I've met a lot of nice people who helped me along the way. Family of Rogers, Henry, Donald, and his family were there. Others were quite as well, but those were some of the few that, that I appreciated. And the love that was there. I have a wonderful daughter and two sons, and they've all done real well in school and taken advantage of, of the things that they that came the, their way, you know, in scouts and different uh, phases of life. My children got married and had two grandchildren. Yeah, now I have five grandchildren. Yeah, I'm beginning to have great grandchildren. I do have a birthday. It's coming up, and I'll be 99, the 9th of December. That's when I'll be 99. Well, happy early birthday. <laughs> <laughs> well, my older son, my older child, has made me a cake every birthday. Yeah, and that's the boy, but he can make this delicious cake, and he never fails to make it. The way that he does this makes me happy. It'll be a happy birthday, because he comes ringing it in, the same one that he's done, carefully done, and 
provides me with this cake that he made himself, which is unusual. You know, most boys don't cook that well <clears throat> that I've known, but he can do it every time, and he never fails, and that he wants to do it. So he liked to cook. I mean, he liked to fiddle with it, and so I just turned the kitchen over to him to do it. He had an opportunity to do it, so. What do you like to do for fun? Play Scrabble. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You're the Scrabble Queen. Just simple things, nothing big. Oh, yeah, I do crypto quotes from the newspaper, or try to. Don't do much good with that. Anyway, it's worth a try. Yeah, I like puzzles. It's good for the brain, I think. <laughs> I don't know whether it helps me or not, but I do think it is good for the brain to try. Is there anything else you'd like to say, Miss Lola? Life isn't easy. It can be hard, but it can be easy enough that you can do it. If you, you know, try hard enough and try to find ways of making it possible. The trying wasn't all that hard. It was just that you had to keep trying or look for ways that make it easier or where you could handle it. So that's it. Core Stories is a ministry of the Otter Creek Church in Brentwood, Tennessee. To find more stories, go to ottercreek.org stories or follow us on Instagram at Otter Creek Church.